Welcome back to another episode of All Things Twin Flames. And today I have some news. I finally had contact with my twin. And it came at the most opportune moment. Um, I think for a while now. Since Dan and I began dating, we both had this fear. Um, it's not something we spoke on. It was um, more between us, but I think it's important for me to share this. The relationship that Dan and I have between our twin or with our twins is pretty different. Um, for him, the, I felt it was a little more clear that this relationship was the right move for him. And for me, I was still very uncertain. And I think that that played out specifically to help us develop as a couple and develop individually um, and it was hard it was scary not to be sure for him as badly as I wanted to have a clear answer I I would hesitate and it just it killed me not to not to be able to um, provide that security for him um, and I think what was scarier was we both knew that we were both going to have contact with our twins soon. We both knew that I was going to be the one that had contact with my twin <laughs> first. And it was, uh, I really wanted it to be him. I really wanted him to be the one to have his twin reach out. And there were moments where I wish he would pick her so I wouldn't have to make a decision. Um, and I just, I knew it wasn't going to play out that way because I have, I definitely have an issue making decisions, um, like making concrete decisions and leaving something behind. Like it's just so hard. And I would, I had this pattern of waiting for others to make a decision, waiting for somebody else to break up with me, waiting for, you know, the, the choices to narrow themselves down. So I wouldn't have to have to let anybody down or hurt anyone um and it just became very clear that I was going to have to make a very clear decision on who I was going to choose as a partner and who I would um choose to pursue or be pursued by um and the deeper we got into our relationship the more terrifying it became and the more I just wanted to know for sure like I I really did and it wasn't until this past week where we finally got to meet in person and go through our ups and downs and our, you know, really explore our relationship that communicate everything um, that we, that it was just finally clear, clear to me what I wanted and what I needed. And so I chose Dan. And ironically, the moment I made that decision, I was given the opportunity, sorry, excuse the noise. Um, as soon as I made the decision that I wanted to be with Dan, I was presented with the opportunity to contact my twin, like instantaneously. And I was sitting in the car with Dan and I just looked at him and I was so resistant. And I think we were both a little bit scared because like, we had finally decided to take 
deeper steps in our own relationships and I think we both finally decided that we were all in and it was just scary to have your relationship tested in that way having your twin come back into your life and and really testing you and I just um, I just remember I was I was really nervous and then it it kind of faded and I, I was just so sure that I made the right decision for myself and I chose the right path for myself and I chose the right partner for myself. Um, and it took a moment, but I was just so grateful that I was finally able to, to be so sure that I could reassure Dan. Like that was the biggest blessing for me. Like for so long, not being able to show him that I have no doubts and no fears or any reservations like that killed me it killed me not to be able to to show him like that he he doesn't have to fear falling in love with me um so um yeah I had the opportunity to finally contact my twin and I did and in Dan's words it was underwhelming and he says this about his twin all the time that he feels that the the once they have contact it's going to be underwhelming and i just i couldn't imagine that being the case for me um but it was it was it's just like you have all this anticipation and love and you spent years or months of obsessing or thinking about this person and loving this person and just being so hopeful that they're changing and that they're growing and and it's not to say that he wasn't changing or growing he was it just um it was in his own way and so the conversation was just that it was underwhelming it was his emotion closed off it was him resisting me still and him loving me still like it was very clear but but it it really was just like two text messages that I got from him and they were lengthy but in them it was it was so obvious that our our paths were were not meant to cross i think for me, it was obvious that our paths only crossed for the sole purpose of bringing me to Dan. You know, Dan is definitely a soulmate of mine, and I think more than that, he's my divine partner. And I would not have been brought together with him in this way had it not been for the twin flame dynamic. So I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful to my twin. And I wish him the best on his journey because I do not think he's failing in his role. I think I was ready. I was in a place, when I met him, I was in a place that I asked, I prayed for the first time, you know, and I asked God to help me change. And I think it it was more than that. It was me asking 
to find my purpose and to really step into myself and into the reason I came to this earth, um, that my soul came back here. And so once I gave that green light, once I was willing, that's when my twin came in. And I think there's this, I've been there, there's this misunderstanding of the twin and we, it's not to say that we aren't all all going to be in relationships with them. I think everybody has a very specific journey with their twin and some of you are meant to be in contact. Some of you are meant to be in a relationship, whether that be romantic or um, platonic, like a friendship. But I, I don't deny that we all have very specific relationships with our twin and you really have to figure that one out on on your own and we're here to to guide you and really break down barriers to help you come to that decision um but you really have to be willing to listen and willing to accept that that role and it's just hard because there's so much emotion here and so much misunderstanding of love and and of yourself um but where I was going with this is for me and for a lot of twins that I've seen, their twin solely comes into their life to help them connect to themselves. And it's so interesting because it's it's truly as if your soul calls out to them. And they're like, okay, let me just, you know, randomly go to this store where I might bump into my twin. Let me randomly do a bunch of actions or visit places that I normally wouldn't but that are going to bring me to my twin because they need me and it's like they don't know why they're called to do things they don't they just they don't ask questions <laughs> that, that's the beauty of the divine masculine is they don't ask questions they're just they're called to do things and they they work 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 they move 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 they, they're all action and so when our soul finally accepts its role, accepts that it wants to change, accepts that it wants to align, accepts that it wants a different life than, than what's here in this material world, um, I think that's where our twin comes into play when they're like, okay, let's, let's help them out. Let's spark this awakening. And for me, that's what he did. He was randomly called into my life, sent me a, a random message to check in on me. Because I've known my twin since middle school. And so hearing from him, what, 12 years later? Um, just because he, th he remembered something funny? Like, that's so strange, so odd. But it was like, he was just called to reach out. He was called to bring, bring me exactly what I asked for. And it was this awakening. And I think that's what is happening for a lot of you too and we we really want to hold on to this person but they're doing their own thing and it's not necessarily to say you're not important or you're not a value or you're not lovable it's it's quite the opposite it's it's you you are all those things and they are not going to interrupt your path they love you to the point where they want you to follow through on what it is you came here to do and me and my twin just have different um life goals and life paths and it just and that was just so obvious this week for me it's like oh I'm here to help new soul or not new souls but I'm help I'm helping souls that are newly ascending 
have support to ascend. And my twin is here to do very 3D physical work here on this earth. And so it's more like unknowingly, but he's here to help transmute energies. He's here to challenge mindsets and challenge his friends. And he's here to have the, the experience. And so we are a team. We're never going to stop being a team. We're never going to stop helping in our own divine ways. Like, like, you know, I'm a divine feminine. He's a divine masculine. And it's not entirely clear the, the true power we possess and the shifts that we can make unconsciously in the world. Um, and so I've just learned to respect his journey. And we've learned to be excited for it. I'm I'm excited for my own and all the things I can do. And I'm so excited for everything that he's doing for the world. All right. And so I had to stop for a second. Um, I ordered food and it came. So um, excuse the gap or the transition. But yeah, I just I just wanted to to share with you that I got unblocked, semi-unblocked, um, there was a window that opened up for me and my twin to talk and communicate, and I'm thankful for it. It made me so much more sure in the decision I made, and it really helped me in my relationship with Dan, um, but I think more importantly, it just gave me clarity on this twin flame journey and an understanding of the twin flame dynamic the roles that we play so like I was saying earlier we both came with specific roles in mind and we weren't we didn't remember what they were we we couldn't you know we we entered this world and we just memory wiped um we're just called to we just listen intuitively and go with gut feelings and all these things and so the divine masculine divine feminine templates just look so different and the way we act is so different um but it's beautiful to see how how you're still a team like I don't I really want to stress how loved you are by your twin by their highest self not by this specific person. Like, yes, they care about you, but it's at a soul level. It's at a deeper level. And and it's so obvious because you need to... Or if you look at it from the perspective... Like, from a more objective perspective, and you see how their soul was so called to you that they kind of dropped what they were doing to come and help you ascend. And then they went back to their thing. they they were called to you you were called to each other and you triggered whatever it is that you needed to trigger um, and you set the spark for for your for each of your ascensions and each of your journeys and so their journey is not supposed to look like yours and the way they do things is not supposed to look like yours you're being called to your specific purpose and it's going to look like whatever it looks like. And 
I think we're inclined to judge our masculine counterparts because we think that they need to ascend to a similar level or they need to be enlightened or they need to recognize this connection. But truth is that not all masculines necessarily develop intuitive or psychic abilities. Like they go with their gut feelings. They're very driven. Um, they're very financially ambitious, uh, goal oriented. They're very action oriented. Um, and the world is calling them to stick to their masculine earthly energies. Some of them are being called to ascend. Yes. And this, and you can enter in partnerships. Um, but some of them are being called to better understand and to help unravel this masculinity template that we have on this earth. And so to really make meaningful change in this world, like we have to be in it. Our masculines have to be in it. They have to be a part of it. And this does not mean you'll never find love. Quite the opposite. It just means you helped them just as much as they helped you. And now you're going to find your role. And, and I promise you, as soon as you choose to step into your role, your masculine counterpart will step into theirs. Your partner would, will step into theirs. And... Dan mentioned this, I'm not sure, in another podcast, but like the importance of that polarity, the importance of you really embodying your divine feminine energy really challenges your divine masculine to embody theirs. And this, and I promise you, as soon as you begin embodying this energy and taking on your role and just doing it unapologetically and doing it with faith because it's scary it is and you're not going to know the outcome and you just got to dive in you just got to jump take that leap of faith and trust that you're going to be taken care of it's then that you'll have um, a partner that will not save you but help enhance you help you grow if you show the universe that you're willing to grow and you're willing to do this it's going to provide you with a partner that can help you do it at a larger in a larger scale and yes that could be your twin flame but your divine masculine counterpart in your journey doesn't necessarily have to always be your twin flame in my case it was my divine partner it was um dan you know he's my best friend and I can't imagine a better partner for myself. I can't. And every day and every moment from the from the moment that I made the decision that it was going to be him, I've just been grateful ever since. I have so much love for this man. It's ridiculous. I have so much appreciation for him. And I, the more I love him, the more I love myself, the more I grow. And 
accept and expand myself. It's just a beautiful relationship and a dynamic. And it, I just, I feel blessed. Um, I feel divinely guided and blessed, be, you know, as a result of this relationship. And it had, honestly, it had nothing to do with me picking Dan. It was the second I decided to choose myself and to fully step into and embody myself, my psychic abilities and all these things. Like <laughs> the, the night, it was the night I decided that I wanted to be with Dan, that I was going to choose Dan. I was sitting in a room by myself. I was sitting in a room by myself, staring at a wall and terrified of everything. I was so tired and I was so done with the world. And I, I remember I told Dan, I just, I w at that moment, I wanted everything to stop. And I didn't understand why I was existing. And I just, for it was like the longest minutes of my life where I just didn't want to exist. And I wanted everything to stop. I wanted it to stop and I just realized I needed to make a decision. Am I going to try to go back and just forget everything and cruise through life? Like really cruise through life without this desire to understand my spirituality and connect? Or was I going to take this terrifying step where I'm going to know more than I thought I could about the world more than I thought I could about the universe um, I was terrified of what, what I was going to uncover um, if it's not clear the reason why is and I'm sure a lot of twins can resonate with this is I'm, I'm a really powerful psychic and I see a lot and I just I was so scared to accept accept that I was so scared to um accept those gifts and develop those abilities. But I sat in the room and I chose to. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to take responsibility and I'm going to step into my role and I want this. As scared as I am, I do want it. And that's when I was like, oh, then, like, then I got to do this with Dan. There was no questions about it at that point. It's like, as soon as I made that decision, I, I knew. Um, and I think this is kind of where a lot of people are is you become obsessed with, with a person, you become obsessed with the relationship or a label because you're trying to draw attention away from the fact that you're going to have to choose true, like a true spiritual journey where you're understanding souls where you're understanding the way the universe works, where you're seeing what's outside of this matrix. And where I was looking for a person to save me. I was. Because I did not want to see any of that. And that's probably why I struggled so much. Because I took so long to come into my role. Um... And now it's now it's exciting. Now I don't know what I'm going to see, but it's just like, I'm excited for it. I'm so supported that I know I'm going to be okay. And 
more than anything, I've done the work so I know I'm going to be okay. Like, I got myself. I got my back. I'm going to take care of me. And that's just such a beautiful place to be in. Um, I really hope that this this helped clear some things up for you. Um, I mean, I didn't talk too much about my connection with my twin, but it's it's just that it was it was underwhelming itself, the contact, but everything I got from it was so healing and reassuring. More than anything reassuring because I stepped or I grew so much from that place. So much from the place I was when I last year. And that's crazy to me. All right. Well, I wish you the best. Thank you so much for listening. And if you feel guided to reach out to us, you can send us an email. You can go check out our website, allthingstwinflames.love. So it's not .com, it's .love. Allthingstwinflames.love. Um, our email is listed at the bottom of the website. But you can check out any resources that we have available for you, um, any, anything that interests you. Um, we have a bunch of services, and they, they really range to, to whatever it is that you need in the mom- at this moment. Um, and we constantly have specials going on, so you can at least find some way to get, get the support you need. I think the hardest thing about this journey is feeling like you're doing it alone and you're not, you know, you, we support you and you're not crazy. Um, so thanks again and have a great day.